It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes! You're listening to Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, intern Jaws. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's been a minute since you've been on. This is fun. I know. Glad you're back. has been asking for me. Yeah, missed you. Missed you. Uh, but the real person that people have been asking for <laughs> is the one and only Charlie Five. What's up? How are you, man? I'm good, man. Glad to be back. Man, it's Fired so up. good to see you. Um... I apparently did not fully introduce you well enough um, last week. Did I leave any other things out? I know we left out COVID survivor. Yeah, I was a COVID survivor. Right. Um, anything else? Is that about it? Uh, I was the second person on the Stop Steal campaign on Twitter. So who, I was the second person to tweet that. I don't know. It's it's weird. No, not it, important. Okay. It, it's weird that... Um, that like over the weekend you're still seeing stories come out about like Kevin Steele is not coming back. It's like yeah, yeah, we, we get we, it. We know. We, we don't have to keep that. writing about him. Yeah. What's up with Let's that? Move you on. Think? I think it's kind of just one of those. It wasn't really official till it's official kind of thing. So I don't know. It's it doesn't make any sense. He's gone. He's not coming back. So we're recording this Monday afternoon to go up Tuesday morning, and uh, just a few minutes ago. Roger McCreary announced that he is returning. Huge. In 2021. Totally huge. I mean, probably the best recruit, or not the best recruit, the best prospect as far as how the NFL would view Auburn players. I can't think of one that I would want my NFL team to draft more than Roger McCreary. Of draft eligible guys, no. He's he's gotten better every year. Um, I'm really excited to see what he can do with uh, Derek Mason working with him, mm-hmm. as well as Zach Etheridge. So that's exciting. I love the Zach Etheridge hire, by the way. I'm all about it. I'm, it's starting to grow on me more and more. Um, the, I looked at it. He's a Ted Roof guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he played for Ted Roof. Ted Roof goes to Penn State. He goes as a grad assistant to right. Penn State. He goes to Georgia Tech. He falls in there. And I didn't realize this till recently, but Ted Roof was the defensive coordinator for Derek Mason this past year. So it seems like uh, oh. at Vanderbilt. So it seems like, you know, hmm. there's a connection there. Hey, Ted, what you think about Zach? Right. I need a DB coach. And they're going to, you know, combine work together. It's going to be it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I think, you know, I'm always a fan of former players coming in, too. And so that was one that wasn't really on my radar. Maybe it should have yeah. been. Right. Um, also, there's not a whole lot of Zach's in the world that spell it Z-A-C. A lot of people want to put an H on the end. It's like that says Zach. Correct. That so correct. I think that's huge. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I, I'm pumped about McCreary. You and I talked about this last week, Charlie Five, about Smoke Monday announcing he would come back and just kind of the some of the positive momentum. It's interesting that the defensive backs have come back when really every other position that was kind of up in the air, they seem to be leaving when you look at defensive line and running back. Is it interesting? I mean, you got a, I, I, I a renowned DB guy that's coming in. They're fired up. They're coming back. Um, I'm interested to see what Sherwood does. Um, I mean, I think kids are just going to be fired up to play for this guy, especially in the defensive backfield. Uh, I'm a little surprised with the running back situation. You retain your running backs coach, and they still all are leaving. <laughs> I think that's weird. 
honestly. Oh, my gosh. The DJ thing, to me, makes no sense. The timing of it makes no sense. Um, he looks like he's going to go to Florida State. Uh, you would think if he left Auburn, he's a little bit maybe concerned about playing time with Tank. But, I mean, you know, uh, Brian ran it 40 times a game at mm-hmm. Boise. Uh, Tank can't, have, can't handle 40, uh, 40 carries a game. So, right. he's leaving that to go to a Florida State situation where they have – Two returning sophomore running backs would be juniors and a freshman running back who averaged almost 10 yards a carry. Uh, is he getting closer to home? No. Sebring, Florida is as far away from Tallahassee as Auburn. So that's just a weird deal to me. I don't really understand it. Um, we're going to we're, we're gonna have to uh, find some help uh, at running back for sure. And I just I feel like it has to be through – Recruiting, I think Auburn's you know next running back is in high school. You know, probably wrapping things up. I just don't see how it's an attractive landing spot for somebody through the transfer portal. It's like, all right, your path to playing time is picking up you know blitzes and, and pass protection because that was DJ's role, and boy, he was one of the best in the country at it. But I just don't see that being a very compelling a compelling pitch to somebody who's you know maybe already established and is in the transfer portal. And the transfer portal may not even be a real option anyway anymore with them kind of tabling the vote and pushing it back. Some say it may be go for the 2022 cycle. So, you know, you're either you're going to have to go. I really don't know. Grad transfer maybe uh, that just wants some experience in the SEC or JUCO or JUCO. But uh, yeah, your your guy's going to have to come from high school and he's going to have to be ready to play. And I'm not sure how many of those guys are out there. So it's definitely a tricky situation to yeah. be in. Yeah, I, I don't love it. I don't love that one at all. I do love that they retain Cadillac Williams. I think that's uh, that's a good thing. You and I talked about that before. It's like, does he have enough? Does he wear enough hats to, you know, kind of garner that position? But um, he's going to have. But here we are. Right, right. He's going to have to branch or he's going to have to grow a little bit. Um, and and wear like you said, wear wear uh, multiple hats. But you know, one thing that. Uh, we didn't talk about about him is he's connected with IMG. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're always going to have access to players there. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's got a lot of potential, a lot of potential. And it's supposedly he crushed the interview and they jumped way up the list. So, yeah, reading some of the quotes from Harson coming out of that, he hasn't been a guy to show a whole lot of emotion, but I kind of felt like he had someone he was talking about Cadillac. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which, how could you not? I mean, look at the guy. He's awesome. He's He's great. And he's handsome. Extremely handsome. Extremely handsome. Um, But yeah, the Roger McCreer circling back to that, I think it's interesting when you look at him and Smoke Monday, because if if he were to have left, I think Auburn has a lot of really solid number two corners. Like when you look at Pritchett and you look at Simpson and Domi, I really don't know yet. I don't know if I have a full-fledged opinion on him quite yet. But all those guys seem like number two corners to me. Right. Not starting you know potential NFL type corners so it's a huge deal I don't know why he came back I'm curious to see because a lot of draft folks I talked to were saying day two can he get much better than day two can he move up to an early second round pick or possibly late first I'm skeptical we were looking up at his size earlier he's listed at six foot so he's probably like 510 right right um, you know how much is that going to limit him going into the NFL draft? I guess that'll be the 2022 draft, right? When he when he enters that, he's going to blow up the combine, in my opinion. Yeah, whenever he whenever he goes. So uh, I got a chance to be uh, tutored by the guy who you know made Richard Richard Sherman who he was, 
Um, I got a chance to, uh, you know, play for an exciting high-energy guy one more year at Auburn, mm -hmm. um, maybe get some more good film. And then you got that much – that big body of work of film uh, for the NFL guys to look at. Plus, you know the minute you step onto the combine, you're going to blow it up anyway. So it makes sense in, in one aspect, but I also understand the argument that, you know, how much could he improve because of his size? We'll just have to see. Yeah. I mean, I'm pumped to have him back. I can't wait to watch him, you know, just run, you know, just kind of uh, push guys around at the line of scrimmage. I absolutely love his game. I think right. it's really, really Very fun physical. to watch. Very physical, uh, the whole bump and run style. Uh, I hope Auburn continues to do that. I think that's shown to work, but I kind of trust Derek Mason, what he's going to be able to do as well. He's... Um, it's going to bring a lot of energy to the program. There's no question about it. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Homefield Apparel. You can go to homefieldapparel.com to check out their new line of Auburn gear. And they've got new, uh, new schools dropping all the time if you want to look at some other schools other than Auburn. But I don't know why you would do that. All these shirts, extremely comfortable. And they have these unique historical designs that are uh, exclusively at Homefield Apparel. I love mine. I have two of their shirts. I think they're fantastic. And you can get 20% off your first uh, purchase of Auburn gear with promo code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N. That's at homefieldapparel.com. Today's show also brought to you by our friends, our exclusive betting partners at Bet Online. Jaws, do you have a good line that you found? We got some more NFL playoff games this weekend. And something that's interesting to me is Buffalo is only a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Baltimore this weekend. Mm. I'd bet the house on Buffalo. I think they're really hot right now. Interesting. Interesting. So if you want to follow former intern Jaws's betting analysis, there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, betonline.ag. You can sign up. Today, for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for your 50% welcome bonus. Are you okay with people calling you out if you're wrong on that? Yes. Okay, fantastic. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Moving on with uh, with Charlie Five, what other uh, coaching news did, that really, did anything stand out to you? Uh, I would say the biggest thing to me that stood out was the reactions uh, of Derek Mason and the hiring of Mike Bobo. And when I say that, okay. it seemed like, would you agree that Derek Mason is a almost unanimously considered a home run grand slam hire? I think that was the vast majority of Auburn fans first first choice was, uh, was, Absolutely. Yeah, was Derek Mason. But I saw a lot of uh, split opinions of Mike Bobo yeah. almost – some of the more negative were almost like super negative. Don't want him. This, that, and the other. And and they would they would lean on his uh, performance at Colorado State. And I'm like, mm -hmm. wait a minute. We got two head coaches that, you know, were great coordinators that didn't necessarily perform the best uh, as as head coaches. But mm -hmm. why are we why are we so happy one way and so and you know it's so divided the other way. I didn't really understand it. What do you th what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I, I agree. I had to sell myself a little bit more on Mike Bobo. Um, the conversation this past Friday with Ferguson on the Ferg Friday edition of the pod. Uh, I highly encourage you to check that out. Justin really sold me on Bobo. I feel a little bit better about it. It's interesting. The thing that stood out to me though was when the Kevin Steele rumors were were super thick, and it kind of seemed like that's where we were going. The reported hires was like Bobo is going to be his OC, right? And every not some every Auburn fan was like, "No, gross! What in the world?" 
But then Harson comes in and he's like, "We're gonna get Mike Bow." And everyone's like, "Okay, that's fine." <laughs> I think I agree, and I and I'm be honest, I'm probably guilty of that as well. But I was, I think, I, I, I am for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that had ninety nine point nine percent to do with Kevin Steele, mm-hmm. and, and not, rarely, little of anything to do with Mike Bobo. I, yeah, I've seen a lot of arguments. Oh, he, you know, his offense is kind of old, outdated. The book's out on him, whatever. He hasn't been good since Georgia. But, you know, in the five years that he was at Colorado State, he's had three of the top six total um, – three of the top six uh, total offensive leading out, output offenses. So three, three out of the best six offenses ever, and from a yardage perspective, were under Mike Bobo. Um, three of the top seven scoring outputs ever at Colorado State were under Mike Bobo. So, you know, 2019, he was 14th in the nation in passing. 2018, he was 13th in the nation in passing. You know, that's what we're, that's what we're kind of wanting. We're wanting a guy that can move the ball down the field, yeah. throw the ball, be explosive. And uh, it seems like he did that very well at Colorado State. And he runs so many different things, so many different formations. formations. And that's a big part of what Harson did at Boise State, just kind of being prepared for everything. Because how many times did we see the offensive game plan not work under Gus Malzahn? It's like, that was it. That's it. I mean, you knew how the offense was going to look after, after the, the first quarter. First couple of drives. Yeah. Right. And so I think you're going to see a lot more of an offense that is alive and can adapt and can adjust to things under Bobo and Harson. I'm curious to see the input and like I don't know if we'll ever really see this. Harson seems like a pretty private guy, just like Gus right. was. But as far as what the dynamic is between the two of them, he was calling plays at South Carolina, so I can't imagine he would leave South Carolina to come to Auburn and not be no, the play right. caller. You know what I mean? Oh. So I'm excited to see Harson be the CEO type coach that a lot of Auburn fans have wanted for a while. Right, and I think you, you know, we haven't seen it in the last eight years, but you see the first guy that you know Bobo brings with him is his own offensive line coach which to me signifies that Harson has a lot of trust in this guy they coached against each other in the Mountain West Um, he has faith that Bobo is going to they're going to have a lot of the same ideas so he can trust him to you know run his stuff so to speak I uh I love every hire so far except for the offensive line coach really I'm not a fan of Will Friend how so I think he's going to be able to recruit really well but when he was offensive line coach last year at Tennessee, they on paper had arguably the best and most talented offensive line in the country. And it wasn't good. Like Auburn's offensive line last year was better than Tennessee's. And so I think it's very easy to point at and say, okay, well, it was the scheme. Jared Garantano didn't help anything out. Everything at Tennessee last year was kind of a disaster. So he couldn't really help himself. But that is my biggest reservation of hire so far as Will Friend. I get that, but at the same time, uh, you can't compete unless you bring in the, you know, you bring in the talent. We've and, seen that firsthand, absolutely. Right? And the guy gets talent. And um, how it worked out at Tennessee to me is, you know, it's a crapshoot anyway. Mm-hmm. But you you bring in freshmen, and you're saying this is how we're going to build. You know, we bring in Wanya Morris. You bring in the other five star kid that um, his name's leaving me, and you say this is how we're going to start it. Right. We're going to roll with you guys brand new right out of the gate and it just didn't work out for whatever reason um and maybe his relationship with Bobo he gets what Bobo's trying to do a little bit more than what happened in Tennessee I mean 
so much of that is fit and scheme and personalities. I mean, there's so many things that go into it, but that's just the one I'm most skeptical about, and that's the only reason. That's that. That's it right there. Sure, and uh, I think one thing you could add to that uh, that I think is like super interesting is the Brad Bedell hire as tight ends coach because yeah. he was the offensive line coach and run game coordinator at Boise, and like. Four seasons, he had like five uh, or two seasons. He had five um, all Mountain West first team offensive linemen. So you kind of wonder. You got kind of two heads that that can coach and develop offensive line and recruit at a high level at the same time. So uh, I think we're going to be fine there. Yeah, that's a good point because you, you got to think he's going to be involved with what the offensive line does. That's a good point. What do you think about? the amount of people coming from Boise State. Obviously, a lot of people say that's expected. There's some people that don't like it. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think if you can coach, you can coach. Because like, right. they're going to have better players than they had at Boise and all that. So I'm not super worried about that. But some Auburn fans are. I get it. Uh, but at the same time, uh, your Boise guy, your main uh, your main swath of Boise guys are off the field, which is really interesting because I'm starting to see – positions being hired for that I've never heard of before so so you see you see Brian building this this giant recruiting monster off the field yeah and that's very exciting to me and then you know you got your guys that you just you got guys that you just trust at some developmental positions um are you talking about Brad LaRondo being named Associates Athletics Director and Football Chief of Staff what a great what a title title. man are you kidding me I've always wanted somebody from the mafia (laughs) <laughs> the guy looks like guy looks like he'll crush a chicken parm and then run your head through a drywall. So right, sure, he, <laughs> the best of both worlds. And he's our chief of staff. I mean, that just sounds <laughs> yeah. that just sounds awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But you're right. And then like the whole like run game coordinator on the defense. Right. Like I think that's interesting. What was he his was name? Jeff, Jeff Schmetting. Yeah, he, and he was their defensive coordinator last year. Yeah, that's that's do, that's wild. Do you think I, I said this on yesterday's Locked On Auburn? Do you think there's some kind of thing where he's like, hey? Come hang out over here. Be, be Derek Mason's number two guy. He's going to be a head coach within three years. You could be the next guy possibly. You think that's how it went? Because that's how I think it went. Sure. Uh, 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 absolutely. That was a, my first thought as well. Uh, but also, you know, money talks. You're right. Money talks. So uh, I get to go be a part of a, an SEC program, probably, you know, make a, a substantial raise in my mm-hmm. salary. So uh, I can see it be enticing. You don't have to live in Boise anymore. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Boise, but I bet Auburn is a better place to live than Boise. I, I got a feeling there's a lot more to do, a lot more to see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil. They even have new carpet for your vehicle. They've got everything you need at rockauto.com. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right? Locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. 
See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, we got a few minutes left this week with Charlie Five. Um, before we move on to basketball, is there any other football you want to talk about? Any good jokes you want to share? The Court Sandberg thing was a major hit last week. I'm running a little dry. Okay, right that's now. fine. That's okay. <laughs> I put you on the spot there. How pumped were you when Sharif Cooper was cleared by the NCAA? Uh, I think I texted you. I said my bug is on overload right now. <laughs> uh, I was super, super excited to see him on the court. Right. Uh, and then I asked you what that meant. Well, I think Auburn's had, Auburn, <laughs> Auburn fans, like back in the 50s or 60s, were called booger eaters. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like a play on. What an era. Yeah. What an era. I was super impressed with him. Not necessarily his shooting, but I think that's going to come. He's not going to go one for seven from three every night. I just, I don't think. I think we've all seen the highlights and the videos of him from practice. Like, I'm not worried about that's going to come. But the offense just looked so much better with him on the floor, like night and day. And if you would have told me going into the game that Auburn would score 90 points, I would have said that they would have won. Right. Uh, One thing that I was kind of shocked by, I mean, I figured, you know, we'd have better looks. He'd be a good field general. I had no idea he could increase our free throw shooting percentage as well. That's just that kind of blew my mind. <laughs> he shot he shot nine of ten, and the rest of the team shot fifteen of eighteen. That's just what are we? I mean, Auburn. We're like a fifty or sixty percent free throw shooting team. Obviously, right. I'm joking, but um, I'm excited to see. All I could think about was Justin Powell the whole the whole game. Oh my gosh! That's the way Jaws is twenty four seven. Just thinking about Justin Powell. <laughs> I've literally just a few minutes ago just posted to the Daily Justin Powell. Uh, <laughs> do you, that do I you follow Daily Justin Powell on Instagram? You should. You should. Oh, I just you, you get a daily picture of Justin Powell every single day. Oh dear God! Followed <laughs> the Daily Justin Powell. <laughs> Done every day. No, but you think about it, he's shooting fifty one percent from three. Um, though and he was doing that off his own dribble he was doing that off the dribble off his I mean off his creating his own offense now mm-hmm. you got a guy that can he he will attract so much defense and then dish it out and Justin I mean I feel like he's gonna hit eight nine threes a game I mean how, how can he not yeah I can't wait for it at least he's gonna get the looks you know he hasn't what what was the stat he hadn't scored more than 10 points since when he hadn't scored more than 10 points since December 15th I bet that streak ends whenever he comes back yeah oh yeah Absolutely. Game one. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think. I mean, just the impact that he had on the game was so dramatic. And I don't want to take anything away from JT4 because, like, he made his own shots and, you know, he got his own points and his rebounds and his blocks and all that good stuff. But what a coming out party for JT4. Mm. If Sharif Cooper does not make his return on Saturday, if that's not the story, is JT4 absolutely exploding. But right. everybody wants to talk about Sharif, and that is fine. But JT4... Heck of a game. He's a sneaky one, man. People don't realize he's re- he's barely he's barely eighteen. I don't. I'm not even sure if he's eighteen yet. He reclassified, and uh, yeah, you know he's coming in, uh, coming in raw. But Ooh. he is he is growing every game, and man, I, I just see Lob City with Sharif. Uh, yeah, and we've kind of got a little glimpse of it. Absolutely. His vision is just, his vision's ridiculous, though. It, it, and it, some and of then the passes a, where it's just like it's like it barely leaves his hand, but it goes all the way across the court. It's like, oh my gosh, that's right. crazy. He sees it, man. He sees the he sees the court, and uh, he can get it where it needs to be. He was a little nervous to start off with. You could tell, and to close the game, he obviously had a couple bad possessions, but it's there. 
it's going to keep growing and you know we don't have postseason to worry about this year so watch this team develop and uh, have fun with it it's going to be fun to watch how weird was it losing to Alabama Jaws and I hosted after the game on ESPN 106.7 on Saturday and we were getting calls and talking with folks and it's so crazy to me you lose to Alabama in a close game but everyone's like eh that was pretty fun it was it was good to see Sharif back, and so everybody's okay with it. And that mixed with you know the postseason ban, so how much do wins really mean right now, and all that. Right. It's all about you know focusing, getting better as a program. But really odd dynamic currently. I think it was because I mean I knew Sharif was good, but um for him to come not not like that was his very first SEC game. First game was an SEC game against Alabama. Yeah, and he just kind of did his thing and uh, took over and that's what's exciting because I think he's he's exceeding expectations already so uh, it makes it more fun to watch the next game and the next game and the next game so you don't really didn't really care about the outcome too much rivalries are overrated anyway Joss I think for me the 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 exciting thing for me is he did that against what is currently the best team in the SEC in his debut game, he scored on an off day. It looked like offensively, especially from deep. You know, imagine what this kid is going to be like 10 games down the road. And imagine if he comes back next season. I think he will just based off the fact that he we, we, we have a shortened season this year and he's not gotten to play half of that. So I, I'm really, really excited going forward. Jaws, where can people find you on any of your 30 uh, social media accounts? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Intern Jaws. What about you, Charlie Five? Uh, you can find me at uh, AuburnSports.com, The Bunker, or uh, 247 Sports. But Do you sleep there? Do you sleep in the bunker? <laughs> I sleep. I, I stay there. I stay there. Okay. That's where I stay. Gotcha. But you can also find me at uh, The underscore Charlie underscore Five on Twitter. Uh, had to go. Did you change that? I did. Okay. I did. <laughs> Want to remain anonymous. I love it. For the time being. I love it. That's why I didn't tag you in the first one. I was like, I don't know if he wants me doing that. So (laughs) that's funny. That's funny. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Black. You can follow Sean on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.